One thing that I really want to dig deep with you, because you met so many people and you, you put so much thought into this, is your definition of, of success. Because I'm, I'm really trying to redefine the concept of success. And I, I remember hearing you saying this, that like how you feel about yourself when you're with yourself. So can you just talk about how did you, like, was that an epiphany? How did you come up with that? And like, why, why is that? Why do you think that's the definition of success for you? So it becomes, if you run a thought experiment, it will become really apparent really fast what actually matters. And the thought experiment is this. I want you to imagine for a second, like really think about this, that you are just a brain in a jar and that all the experience that you're having right now isn't real. And there's nothing, literally nothing you could do to prove that that isn't true because your brain is um, merely processing electrical and chemical signals. So if I could manipulate those electrical and chemical signals, then I could manipulate your perception of reality. And since perception is reality, at least for you, um, all that matters is, is how you perceive it. And so I heard um, there's a guy named David Eagleman. He's a neuroscientist. And he said something that, that really made this come home for me. And he said, uh, think about this. Your brain is encased in total darkness. And yet you think you see light. But light actually never reaches your brain. Photons fall on the photoreceptors in your eye and are translated into electrical and chemical signals that are then sent to your brain. And same with sound, right? The air is agitated and the sound waves reach the eardrum and your eardrum translates that into electrical and chemical signals that is then interpreted by your brain. But in reality, you actually are a brain in a vat. And it just so happens that you have these things that take input and then translate that into these chemical and electrical signals. And they create a virtual reality for you. So I was like, fuck, man, that's crazy. So I, you know, whether we're in the matrix or not is quite ir irrelevant because each of us has created the matrix inside our skull. And once you realize that, that all of these things that you perceive as being external to you are actually a representation of some sort of phenomena out there, but it's a representation in your mind. And all you actually have to go on is that representation. So then I was like, well, what if that representation isn't 100% accurate? And so it begins to put you in this realm of all that really matters is what's going on inside my mind. And then, you know, hearing about billionaires that commit suicide, it's like, well, it's not accolades, it's not money. So if it isn't those things, like what leads somebody to commit suicide? It's neurochemistry, right? Like depression is an easy one to point at. So depression is from a... a phenomenological perspective from just like what you feel, what you are going through um, from, you know, actual feeling and sensation is so negative and so deeply unpleasant that at some point you say, I would just rather not exist. And the way that I've always likened it is if you believe that you would never feel good again, what would be the point of living? There actually wouldn't be. Now it's a false belief, but if you believe that you are forever going to feel badly, then now you're in, in real trouble. And the thing that most colors people's feelings are perceptions of themselves. So if we know that the only thing that matters is feelings and the, the biggest driver by a landslide of how you feel is how you feel about yourself, then literally just sort of mathematically, the only thing that matters is how you feel about yourself. Now, the reason I say when you're by yourself is because people can prop you up, someone could big you up, you know, give you some hype, and for a minute you feel good, uh, but then you're taking a warm shower and you feel like shit again, 
It's like, that's not very useful. So you want to get to the point where you you aren't swayed easily by other people's perception of you. You want to get to the point where you believe in what you do. You believe in your motivations and that you're showing up every day and playing all out and going super hard um, and making the most of your life. And if you believe that, then even if other people are saying, you know, bad things about you, I won't say that you won't feel that because you will. We're a social creature. So it matters to us what other people think, but you become much more stable because you, for instance, if somebody were to tell me that I'm dumb, it would sting, but it doesn't send me into a death spiral because my belief is that I'm the learner. So I don't value myself at, at a neurochemical level um, because I don't value myself for being smart. I don't get that punishment neurochemically from thinking I'm dumb. Instead, it triggers a habit loop trigger of, hey, remember, you're the learner. So yes, it's stung to feel like, oh man, I messed it up or that person thinks I'm stupid, but it reminds me that I can learn and I can get better at that. And so I just simply ask one question. Do I want to put the time and the energy to getting good at that thing? And if I do, then great, go get good at it. Don't waste time feeling bad that I'm currently not good at it. And if I don't want to put time and energy, then really don't waste time feeling badly about it because I don't want to get better at it anyway. So it's absolutely fine that I'm not good at it. So that person's you know, take on me while it stung briefly, it, it actually doesn't matter. And so when you have those defenses, you, you hit this equilibrium and you can feel good about yourself um, even when external stimuli would make an average person feel badly.